Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Who would have thought it? Elon Musk take over Twitter is an absolute catastrophe. Now, to be fair, I didn't think it would be this catastrophic quite so quickly. Now, when I was a kid, I used to run around Manchester's Museum of Science and Industry just randomly pressing buttons on machines to see what would happen. This is essentially what Elon Musk is doing to what has become, whether you're comfortable with this fact or not, a crucial part of our public, our social, indeed our democratic infrastructure. Let's have a little think about what's happened since he took over Twitter. So he fires its CEO, his board of directors, making himself the sole director. He fires half of its workforce, and so he has to go crawling on his hands and knees to try and get some of them back, because it turns out he can't run the company without them. But he gets rid of its communications department, so when media organisations get in touch with Twitter for comment, they have to say they didn't get anything back because the communications department no longer exists. He also got rid of all sorts of crucial departments, which make Twitter a worthwhile but also safe environment, not least for the vast swathes of the globe that live under oppressive and autocratic regimes, so departments of human rights, accessibility, and curation. Now, someone who remained was Joel Roth, the head of trust and safety, and he was seen as a kind of reassuring presence under the new regime. Well, anyway, he's gone. So basically, Twitter's got no executives left. It's lost top officials with privacy, security, and compliance responsibilities. Now, according to a note leaked to The Verge, a lawyer on the privacy team said Elon has shown that his only priority with Twitter users is how to monetize them. They also warned that Elon's right-hand man, top lawyer guy, declared that Elon Musk was willing to take on a huge amount of risk in relation to Twitter and its users because Elon Musk's rockets into space. He's not afraid of the Federal Trade Commission, which is all well and good, but it doesn't actually strip the commission of its ability to fine Twitter billions of pounds worth of fines. Now, the head of legal told Twitter employees to use the whistleblower service to avoid breaking the law. Now, Musk's takeover of Twitter led to a massive surge in hate speech. Obviously, there isn't the capacity to deal with that now, given the mass sackings and resignations. So when at an all-hands meetings with employees, Elon was asked, how are you going to deal with the expected attrition and align everyone on a shared vision? He answered, I don't know. We all need to be more hardcore. <laughs> what a dick. Now, he's forced all Twitter employees to come back to the office, which is pointless for a company of this type, but the guy's a dick. Anyway, most infamously, Musk has allowed anyone to buy a blue tick for $8, supposedly to end the lords and peasants divide on Twitter. Now, this is the classic, of course, populism of the billionaire, posturing as the, the tribune of the little guy of the people. Now, the old verification model undoubtedly had problems. Some people who didn't deserve verification had it. Some people who did deserve verification didn't have it. But at least there was some filter. There was some basis. It meant something. You know, you could be sure that public figures and organisations were who they said they were. Uh, there was some sense of reliability when it came to information. Now, selling off blue ticks is trying to appeal to the supposed prestige of the old system because it was seen, because it was allocated on the basis of some supposed notability, you know, there's some basis that you, you know, you awarded it on the basis of some criteria. Now, whatever you think about the validity of that prestige, there obviously 
that prestige is abolished if anyone can buy it. it just all the blue tick means is you've paid Elon Musk some money to get a little blue blob, blue and white blob next to your name on Twitter. Doesn't actually mean anything other than that. What's the what's the point of it? Anyway, there's been the obvious downside of the new system. Neo-Nazis awarding themselves blue ticks. Lovely stuff. But there have been some undeniably funny and even profound abuses of the system. So fake verified accounts impersonating the big pharma company Eli Lilly announcing that insulin is now free, which it absolutely should be. Lockheed Martin declaring it's halted all weapon sales to Saudi Arabia, Israel and the US until further investigation into their record of human rights abuses. George W. Bush declaring, I miss killing Iraqis, quote tweeted by Tony Blair, declaring, same TBH. Pepsi declaring Coke is better, which was up for 24 hours. Not sure I agree with that, but whatever. Banana company Chiquita declaring, we've just overthrown the government of Brazil, with a clarification from a supposed other Chiquita account declaring, we apologise to those who have been served a misleading message from a fake Chiquita account. We have not overthrown a government since 1954. Lots of verified Tesla accounts, for example, declaring, the 53% drop in stock price doesn't phase us. If there's anyone who knows about crashing, it's us. A Nestle account getting over 50,000 likes for tweet reading, we steal your water and sell it back to you. These are all, I should say, not the actual real accounts just to avoid. They've been verified though, that's the point I'm making. Now, crucially, Twitter Blue, which allows people to buy those check marks, has now been suspended to help address impersonation issues. How are you gonna do that? By definition, the whole point of it before was to stop, it existed to stop impersonation. That was kind of a core function. Okay, it doesn't matter. Anyway, so Twitter then introduced a new official mark to clarify who's real, but then they got rid of it, then they introduced it again, then they got rid of it, and I think I got this right, then they introduced it again for some, but I don't, I, the timeline's a bit confusing, but a lot of chopping and changing going on there. Now, weirdly, advertisers haven't been massively amused by this. Turns out associating your brand with a massive burning skip could have some commercial consequences, so they've pulled out en masse, and the top Twitter people on a call with them just the other day to reassure them have now themselves resigned. So, Anyway, just a little icing on the cake, Elon Musk casually told employees that bankruptcy isn't out of the question. Now, we can joke about this, partly because we live in the worst timeline. You know, it's been years of chaos. Might as well let let it wash over you at some point, just for your own sanity. But, you know, I mean, partly, you know, are any of us going to line our deathbeds thinking, oh, I wish I'd spent more time on Twitter. Seems unlikely. But Twitter has proved an indispensable tool for lots of reasons. Organising its tyranny, oppression and injustice. Platforming voices that are otherwise unheard. Providing quick, speedy information about the world around us. Enabling us to know in real time what's going on on the ground, you know. Also just some funny memes, you know. Sort of live tweeting about our favourite favorite shows. Great stuff. But now some egomaniac who proves maybe quite helpfully that there is no correlation between wealth and intelligence. He just takes it over and burns it to the ground. This is very Liz Truss, as I think lots of people have noted by this point. But there is a crucial difference, which is Britain survived Liz Truss. And I'm not entirely sure that Twitter will survive Elon Musk. But what both have in common is buying into a very kooky libertarian ideology, which fetishizes markets, but which then violently collides with market realities. But it's also a tale about the hubris of the rich, who believe they've amassed their wealth solely through their own abilities. Not to say they don't have talents, Elon Musk included. But 
They don't take into account a combination of other factors as well. Privileged backgrounds, like Musk, luck, timing, technology, which depended on public sector and government research, the internet being one striking example of that. So they, they believe they're invincible, that every decision they make, every risk they take will inevitably work out. And they're inevitably surrounded by hangers-on, who don't want to get fired, who keep telling them how brilliant they are, what geniuses they are, how infallible they are. But it turns out that all of us, all of us, are mortal human beings. All of us are fallible. We're not gods. And Elon Musk is not a god. So what does it tell us? What does it tell us this? we think about it a bit more profoundly that a crucial piece of infrastructure which whether we like it or not we do depend on can simply be tossed around as playthings of the rich who like an aggressive toddler just smashing a toy against the wall until it breaks then destroys them with monumental consequences all around the world now i doubt the backers of elon musk's takeover of twitter which includes saudi arabia and qatar which has led President Biden, incidentally, to rightly suggest that those backers should be investigated. I doubt they will be gutted if Twitter goes under. But there will be profound consequences for society, for our democracies, particularly in these troubled times in which I would say threats to democracy are ever rising and have been for a very long time. What does it say if we allow essentially rich, spoiled brats to just take over and trash infrastructure that we've all come to depend on. It, this is a question about democracy and how our democracy functions. And I think it's one we need to have. Please like, subscribe, and support the channel on patreon.com forward slash ownjonesafel. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.